Welcome to Self-Published Success, a show catered specifically to the innovators and entrepreneurs who sought creative control over their titles, chose self-publishing over traditional, and found overwhelming success in the process. In this show, we will introduce these risk takers and ask them a variety of questions. Why did you choose self-publishing? What were your results? And most importantly, what are some secrets to success? Self-published success is designed to get your creative juices flowing, to get you energized and excited for the road to authorship ahead. So sit back, grab your trusted pen and notepad, and get ready to gain tips that will help you along your own self-publishing journey. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Self-Published Success, a show that highlights forward-thinking authors who chose self-publishing over traditional and found success in doing so. My name is John Feldman, founder of Visionary Literary and your host for today's show. Our guest today is Bonnie Malden. Bonnie is a top marketing consultant, a speaker, a podcast host, and the author of Harmonic Messaging, among other titles. Her motto, From the Bottom to the Top, which also happens to be the title of her podcast, helps businesses succeed by using proven sales, marketing, and productivity tactics to their advantage. Today, she's here to discuss how you, the author, can succeed in marketing your book and your brand. Bonnie, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Uh, We are excited to have you here. Uh, Marketing for authors is sometimes uh, a little bit scary. Um, A new path, many of us don't know as soon as, especially when we we first get started. Um, Everyone hopes that when you hit publish, if you build it, they will come. People just start flocking to your book and it doesn't work that way. So marketing is very important and we're very excited to have this conversation with you. But let's start with just piggybacking off the back of what I just said in the in the intro. So a lot more to your background. Tell us a little bit more about it, about you and then what led you to want to write your books. Yeah, absolutely. I've always loved writing since I was six years old. I won an award in third grade for um, writing a story about um, all of the different types of weather, sitting at a table, deciding what the weather was going to be for that day. So you had like the stormy um, cloud, you had the sun, you had uh, the rain, and you had all these different types of weather sitting at a table discussing what the weather was going to be. And that what that, uh, story was submitted to our local news station and I uh, had my my, the photograph that I drew for the story uh, featured on the news they they featured little kids uh, drawings on the on the news station for the weather report at that time and they told me my story was selected and all the family was around the, the television set waiting for the, the the picture to show up and it did and we all screamed and there was a big celebration my story was chosen and and featured on the news and the next day at school everybody said not everybody but my teachers were like I saw your picture on the news congratulations and, it, and that was the best thing ever it, like I the biggest memory that I can recall to this How day cool. super exciting yeah the love of writing just was sparked from there. And I've been writing poems and short stories and um, doing all kinds of creative works ever since, but I never published them. I just kept them to myself just, you know, for fun. And um, I started my career in marketing after uh, 
trying things out in the healthcare field and just was super bored with that. Didn't spark my creativity, resigned and started my own gig. Um, and uh, this is back when Google and Facebook were brand new and I was an early adopter, jumped on quick and loved um, the idea of creating content. And I saw that the internet was the future is, you know, that wasn't going anywhere. And I was like, I need to jump on this bandwagon while it's rolling, get in before everybody else does. So started the Malden Group as a marketing agency, helping small to mid-sized companies um, develop their content, like their, their website content, their websites, their social media blogs and newsletters, because I love content. I love to write. I love creativity. And um you know, in the process of trying to promote the business, I realized that I needed to be seen as an expert, as an authority, as um, uh, a go-to person in this respect. So decided to write a couple of books and give them away for free just to show that, hey, you know, I'm not only am I a great writer, but I'm generous. I will give the information freely so you can see my excellence. Yeah. <laughs> It worked. It was great. Um, you know, it, it, it uh, showed that I was, you know, someone who was generous with the information, willing to share and teach and uh, was the impetus for my training services and um, more marketing clients coming through the door. Excellent. Well, yeah, that is a good strategy to for your business to put everything out there and just show that it is, you know, you are an expert. People can come to you. They can trust you. But I do. I I love the story at the beginning. Um, congrats! How cool of an experience that must have been to as a third grader, right? Mm-hmm. To see all of that and just to be a part of it. So, congrats! I'm glad that 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 stuck with you and that sparked you. And then the, the creativity, like leaving your your job that really didn't make you feel like you were doing something great, and just branching out into what you do now. Which obviously you're you're helping people scale their you know their brands their businesses, um, so important to have that that creative mindset and just hearing you know seeing the smile on your face as you told that story and and all about the creativity um, is is amazing. So going into again, most authors don't realize the importance of marketing of of needing to get their you know their brand out there their title um, whatever it may be. So like you said, giving away your book for free is one of your strategies. It proves your expertise. But maybe for for new authors, whether it's fiction or nonfiction, what why is it so important for like for standing out? Why is it so important to actually care about the marketing aspect? I like what he said earlier, you know, if you build it, they will come. You know, that's the author's dream that you would just hit publish and everyone would just you know, I, I envisioned the scene from um, A Christmas Story where uh, he, he submits his paper to the teacher and, and then the teacher just goes, hey, plus, 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 plus. Oh, it's the greatest work ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how we all want to feel, right? That's how we all want to feel. That's how we want our books to be right. revered and, and treated. But unfortunately, we have to lay the groundwork and, you know, Put our name out there, put our face out there, put our work out there to the people so they can actually find it and enjoy it and share it. So marketing is essential because if you build it, they will not come. If you build it (laughs) and then promote it, then they will come. Right. 
So um, I'm just here to just really encourage the authors to find their tribe, create their tribe, build a community around the work that they do, or join a community around the work that they do, whether that's around um, the environment or politics or education or nonfiction work or fiction work, you know, find that group of people who are into what you're into and then make sure you're front and center in front of that group. That is so important. And you make it seem so simple. Like the concept is pretty simple, right? But it's it's something that we fail to do because that creative side of us, many, many writers are introverts, mm-hmm. right? We just, just let me write the book and then just let people buy it. And I'll sit here <laughs> and I'll keep writing. You keep buying and everything's great. Um, but it doesn't tend to, to work that way. So like you were saying, find that tribe, find that community. So from your experience, right, where can where can people turn? Like if they if it is somebody who's maybe just, for example, a first-time author, they don't really have like a personal brand, they don't have a social media following, they have a small group of family and friends. Where can someone like that turn? to get that initial traction, just start growing that tribe? Yeah, great question. So the first thing you want to do is think about what are the other books that are similar to yours and who are the authors of those books? You need to start following them on social media and then following the followers of those authors on social media. And hopefully they will start following you back and see the things that you're posting that's similar and start um, enjoying and sharing your works. And you can do that on Instagram. You can do that on Facebook, on LinkedIn. You can do that on TikTok, you know, just finding those authors or publishers that have similar works to the type of work that you want to publish or have published. That's huge. Also thinking about the movies that, you enjoy watching that's similar to your book. Mm-hmm. Also the magazines that you read, the blogs that you read, the even the musicians that um, are into the same thing that you write about. And also the conferences that your audience may want to go to, the gurus that they listen to. So just um, saturating yourself around that topic that you're writing about. Um, in all areas of media, not just books, but movies, television shows, conferences, magazines, um, different uh, pop culture celebrities who are into that, and then aligning yourself with those um, brands in different forms of media by following them, by joining them, by um, writing about them, and um, staying up to speed on industry news and trends that uh, pertain to your book's subject and writing about those things and posting about those things on social media. And so you're just creating like an ecosystem around your book where uh, you're consistently uh, writing and engaging in these communities that are similar. And then you will draw those those same people to, to read your book. Bonnie, the last three minutes of what you said could be captured, recorded, and then shouted out to the world because that—that that is like, that's exactly where people like 
people need to start. And even me, like I, I've been writing for 17 years now. And wow. I like, if I would have heard that when I first started, it would have saved me so much time and aggravation of trying to learn. And what do I do? What do I do? Um, so much ad spend, ad money that I just kept pouring into my books. Mm-hmm. That is so important. It's you go to the source, you go. So one thing that that I've started doing and for, for us, like with our clients, what we start doing is go to Goodreads and see mm-hmm. who has your competitor's books on their bookshelf or they've read them or they've reviewed them. Like, because you, those people, it's just like you were saying, go to those communities, people that already have the desire to read your type of book rather than trying to you know, post a, a cover image on Twitter and, you know, and using hashtags to get in front of just general readers, go to those niche readers. Um, so, so, so incredible. And like you were saying at the beginning, that tribe, the tribe effect is so important. So if you give... If you reach out and if you start to like develop a relationship with these early readers, the early tribe members, it can do wonderful things. So again, those three minutes that you just said were so impactful. And for anybody listening, um, it's okay if you stopped in the middle of what I was saying to go back and listen to what Bonnie just said for those three minutes, because they were so, so important. So when it comes to that, like, are you enjoying today's episode and hearing this author's stories? Just think, a few short months or maybe years ago, this author was just like you. They were an aspiring author with a story to tell, listening to podcasts and reading books that could provide the spark needed to begin their authorship journey. But at some point, they had to take a leap of faith and they had to start their project. That leap of faith is what landed them here on our show. You too can be an author, and one day you can be on this very show but you need to take that leap of faith. Go to www.visionaryliterary.com backslash free book to receive the spark you need to begin your own authorship journey. That's a good way to, to build that tribe for authors to, to get out there to um, just get their book in front of people who don't know who they are. When it comes to authors, like anything outside of building that tribe, are there any other areas where you feel they could benefit, whether it's in the short term or the long term? Are there any other strategies for authors that you can think of? Absolutely. Um, Building that tribe, it takes time. Give yourself um, one to two years to really build um, a good email list for yourself. Have a website and on that website, a subscription form to get on the wait list for your book or to um, maybe receive the first chapter for free of the books that you've, ha- you've already written. Yeah. So that way they can get like a little sample appetizer. And then after they're done reading the first chapter, then they can sign up for the, the main course and buy the whole book. And, and now you have a, another fam in your tribe, but it, it starts with, you know, giving a little away for free and don't be opposed to that. Also, um, making sure you start a book club around your own book. How about that? Yeah. That's a huge way to, um, you know, get acclimated to the idea of building your own community. Even if it starts with like five people in your living room, it can grow from there. And um, you can have a virtual book club where people all over the world can enjoy 
Um, people want to be part of something bigger than themselves. Uh, they want to be feel like they're a part of something special. And um, who better than you than to to create something like that? Yes. Oh my God. It's great advice. And especially the part where even if it is five people, because that's something that a lot of authors or just businesses in general, people or brands is like when when you have a few people, you think, ah, oh, like I'm not, I'm not reaching the masses yet. I'm not very important. But if you just focus on helping that small group of people, which Bonnie, you as a marketing person, marketing expert, you know that the importance of serving the people that you have, and then that'll help you branch out. But such valid, valid points. So you obviously know what you're talking about. At the end of the show, I want to, and it'll be in the show notes too, for anyone to direct um, to to Bonnie, to you know, any kind of help. But I want to talk more now about you, your book, um, and, and kind of the reasoning behind it, how it's helped you, and then the benefits of publishing on your own. So let's just start by, you have three books, but your newest one, Harmonic Messaging, um, is pretty cool. And it just came out in February. So tell us a little bit about Harmonic Messaging. Yes. Yeah, so I also love music. That's part of my creativity. I play clarinet, tenor saxophone, bass clarinet, and piano. And I love when I hear a song that has nice harmony. And I love when I'm hearing, I used to um, also be in a choir when I was a kid. And um, when you're in a choir, you have soprano and alto and tenor, and you have all the different uh, parts of the choir singing their their separate parts but it's all the same song and when you're in a band you have um your strings and your percussion and brass and woodwinds and a conductor in the front showing telling you how fast or slow to go and and how to play the music and so uh this idea of everybody on the same page but with different parts i i, I see that correlation in business and in marketing so in marketing, you have, you know, advertising, sales, branding, you know, and, and uh, just in the business as a whole, you have finance, human resources, customer service, customer experience, um, um, operations, all these different areas. And then you have your owner or CEO in the front conducting how all these different parts work together for one common purpose, which is to provide the service or the product. And um, so Harmonic Messaging was born, just a um, collaboration of all those um, life experiences with my love of music. And um, I have this real cool book here. This is how it looks. Woohoo! Yes, I love the cover. Thank you. So I get a lot of um, compliments on the cover. Mm -hmm. I had this a super swanky um, photo shoot done. I had a publicist at the time that insisted that my pictures were subpar and, and, and insufficient and said, you have to get new pictures. I'm like, I don't want to get new pictures. She said, get new pictures. I said, okay. I paid like four grand for this like humongous photo shoot, wow. like hair, makeup, stylist, and, um, you know, all these different backgrounds and, you know, jewelry. And they just fixed me up, made me look like a superstar took a million pictures and um, I had this one picture of me that looked like I was dancing and listening to music. And I was like, and I like, I'm like snapping my fingers. I'm uh -huh. like, that is the picture for the book. Cause it's all about harmonic messaging. And in this picture, I look like I'm listening to music. And so I picked that one. Then I had to pay an extra 500 bucks just to use that photo. Because apparently if you go to a photographer, they own the pictures of you. And you have to ask for permission to use your own pictures if you want to use it in a in a um, medium, oh. in a media setting, like um, on a billboard, on a book. 
in a magazine, you have to pay extra for that. Just yeah. FYI on that. Just yeah. Yeah. own good, your own pictures. Note. Mental notes. <laughs> you, you have to pay and ask for permission to use your own pictures of yourself. But usually if they give you um, a slot of pictures, you can use it on social media and normal stuff. But if you use it on something that makes money, essentially, then you have to ask for permission from the photographer and get the rights to those pictures released. Side note. Yeah. So I got <laughs> paid the extra money, got the picture released, got the licensing to use it. And um, so I had this great cover and, and I went through several iterations of the cover. I started not to even put my picture on the book. I, I just was going to put this picture of some music notes yeah. with um, like a crowd of people and music notes and, you know, trying to be all symbolic. But, um, you know, this particular book is kind of like my business card. I was going to use it to show um, a philosophy around the, the way I think about marketing and the way I do things. And uh, the book came about because I was thinking about if I were to give a TED talk, what would the TED talk be about? And how can I introduce a brand new concept that hasn't been heard before? Yeah. And um, I thought about, you know, what makes my story unique? What makes my way of doing uh, business and doing marketing unique? And I thought about my my musical background and I thought, I thought about my business background and I decided to combine the two. I love harmony. Okay. Harmonic messaging. I do messaging. I like harmony, harmonic messaging. That's how it all came about. <laughs> it's good. And I like the cover picture does, it fits well. So I'm glad you didn't just go with a simple like vector image or something, but um, really good side note about the ownership of the pictures. So the reason that you, you know, self-published in the first place was to retain that ownership to be able to use anything inside the book. If you were to do a Ted talk or a speech or, or somewhere inside of your, um, in your company, but like, that's, that's kind of where the, I don't know where the boundary lies with like, do I traditionally publish or do I self-publish because you want to own the IP, you want to own the information inside of it. But that's a really, really good point to note that the information with the context on the outside of the book can also be in someone else's hands. So um, you learned through the process. Now, you know, to own your, your rights in the future to the pictures. But I, you know, for anyone who's listening and not watching, um, go to Amazon and look at the book cover because it really is, it's amazing. It's fitting. It has you on the cover and it just, you know, with the, the idea behind the book fits very well. So your, your book, you want to use it as your business card. You thought about, you know, if you were going to do a Ted talk, this is what it would be. So having this book and two other books that you've already had out, how has authorship and publishing these books, how have they helped you and your business and your brand? It's helped me to command a higher fee when doing speaking engagements. And it also provides another form or outlet for making money. When I do speaking engagements, I can have a table in the back of the room with my books that people can buy. And it uh, sets me apart from the all of the other marketers that might be in a room. You know, you can throw a rock and hit a marketer, you know, yeah. because <laughs> barrier to entry is so low. Anybody can hang a shingle and say, I'm a marketer. But how many marketers have three books? Not not, not quite as many, you know. Right. right. And the fact that I, I train and teach in the area of, of 
social media and uh, copywriting and web design, I set myself um, above the fray there. Yeah, but that's that's a good point you make. And for us as a as a hybrid publishing company, we're we're right there with you, Bonnie, because there is a anybody can you know go on YouTube and figure out how to how to put a book on Amazon and then call himself a publisher. But we like our this book right behind me. Like, there's a lot more to it. There's a lot more that can be done to drive success. So um, you could throw a rock and hit a hybrid publishing company too. So <laughs> um, writing books definitely helps. Um, helps us to stand out. And just as you do, we give ours away um, for free. But I'm, I'm so glad to hear this has been in an incredible episode. You obviously know, you know a lot. Um, it it became clear from the first couple of questions that we asked. And again, going back to those three minutes that I want to just pull away and give to everyone that you that you noted. But for for anyone listening who's like, well, I I need to hear more of what Bonnie has to say, whether it's working with you or just following you, where can people find and work with you? Wow, this interview went quick. I want to do more. <laughs> <I know. laughs> can we just sit for three hours and just do this? I, we really could. If it was marketing <laughs> and marketing books, I could sit here for a long, long time. Yes, but uh, people can find me at bonniemalden.com. Super simple. I don't know why on my last name, people like to transpose the uh, the D and the L and, and say Maldlin. But that's not it. It's it's like going to the mall, in, but it's M-A-U-L-D-I-N, Bonnie, normal spelling on Bonnie. And I've seen several spellings on that, like Y at the end and just an I. No, Bonnie, B-O-N-N-I-E, Malden, M-A-U-L-D-I-N.com. Super simple. Excellent. And so last question, now that people know about your expertise, they know where to find your books, they know where to find you. What's next for you? Uh, I know your last book was just released, so I don't know if another one is on the horizon just yet. But Well, like I said earlier in the interview, I write all the time. I have like 10 books that I'm working on all all the time at at once. Wow. But I could release them all, but I just like, that wouldn't be smart. I have to (laughs) stage this out. So, okay, harmonic messaging now and then some of the other ones later. But um, okay, what was I going to say? What am I? What am I doing now? Okay, so the next big thing is television. All these streamers are dying for great content. Yes, and because um, there's there's competing for the subscription dollar. So I've always been a star storyteller at heart. I love telling stories. I love um, writing. So um, I'm working on uh, doing some unscripted television shows. I'm, I'm, I'm in the process of pitching a few ideas to a few, uh, streamers and, and big networks. And who knows, you might see one of my TV shows on your screen soon. That is super cool. And as someone who has pitched to Netflix before with a project Bible, um, I know how cool it can be to imagine seeing your, um, your work on the screen. I probably shouldn't have gone right to Netflix. I should start with some of the lower tier ones since I'm not um, a known screenwriter or hey, you never writer. know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's very, very interesting. I'm super excited to follow along and hear more about that. So um, thank you again, Bonnie, for everyone listening. Bonnie's podcast, you can find um, from the bottom to the top and you can find her on her website, bonniemalden.com. I'll put all of this in the show notes, but Please go follow her on her website, or I mean, on her, um, yeah, her website and podcast. Because my goodness, she is a wealth of marketing knowledge, 
And as authors, we know that we could use as much knowledge there as we can get. So Bonnie, thank you again. Thank you for listening to this episode of Self-Published Success. We encourage you to put the tips and tricks you've discovered in this episode to use in your own author strategy. Please feel free to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review on your preferred listening platform. Until next time, continue chasing your vision of authorship success.